Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome Geekonomics, first episode of 2021. Brian, we made it through 2020. It's the new year. How are you doing? I uh, am feeling hopeful for a good 2021. Um, I think we're, we have good stuff happening. Good stuff. Hopefully it will happen at the end of the year if we can get the vaccines going and stuff. I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful for a good 2021. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I'm excited to leave the house for more than just going grocery shopping. Right. Or right. Totally. That's about it. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's exciting to do something else than sit here and talk to you on uh, Zoom. Like actually see you in person again would be nice as opposed yeah. to for five minutes really quick. Yeah. I mean, we're going to have to figure it, figure this out though, but I kind of look, I mean, doing a video podcast um, has kind of helped this show. So I kind of feel like it would be nice if we continue the video aspect of the show. No, I like the idea of the, I like this idea. It's nice. But uh, I just like to see you in person, Brian. I, I like to touch your beard. Stroke it. Stroke the beard. Stroke, stroke the beard. Yes. I don't know what side you are on. I don't uh, know. Yeah. But, but Mark, uh, over the weekend, uh, we uh, our friend of ours, Jeremy Hutzel, who has been on the podcast a long time ago, he was part of the crew. Um, yeah. He is like the one friend we always, always do something for him on his birthday because it's on New Year's Eve. And it's Hutzel, and he's just special. Right, and he's just special. So <laughs> we usually... He's we, just that friend that we all want to make sure has a good time. I don't know yeah, why, yeah. but he's that guy. He's that guy. That's like... He's like our child. For Hutzel. Yeah, yeah, he's like our, he's like our he's group, like our, he's like our group kid. He's, he's like our little our, brother. He's like roughly our same age, but we still feel like we have to like baby him and make sure he gets what he needs. Yeah, it's it's a little weird. It's a little codependent. It it's very codependent, yeah. but you know we love him. Um, yeah. So you back in the day, we would have I would have a party at my place. Then we started just doing. We got older and like, who wants to stay up till midnight and have a party? We just want to go to bed. We started doing lunches. <laughs> we take them out to lunch or dinner. We started having kids. That's what happened. Yeah. So yeah. the last couple of years, we'd go to a nice lunch and we'd yeah. celebrate his birthday that way. This year, obviously, pandemic. Uh, our friend Johnny Kristen decided, hey, let's do a parade and drive by and honk yes. in front of his house and put some signs in his lawn and yeah. give him some gifts. And we'll all wear our masks and we'll socially distant, but we can yeah. say happy birthday to him. Um, and it was pretty awesome. We all got in a line down the street and I got an air horn and we were just honking. The neighbors probably hated us. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we made him very happy. Thankfully, Dan called him or texted him and let him know to come outside. No, just, he but, yes, he did. You're obsessed with this. Hutzel heard the honking, and then the second time Dan sent a text. It's sort of that's what I'm saying. Yeah, the second time Dan. Yeah. Or we'd still be driving around his street honking because he wouldn't have any idea. He did. He heard the honking. He goes, "What is uh -huh. going on?" Okay. Um, but it was pretty awesome, and uh, I think Johnny Kristen gave him a birthday cake, and um, I gave him Pocky, and uh, he got some good good gifts. It's his fortieth. Yeah. He got to spend his 40th at home by himself with his dad. I mean. Yeah, well, you know, it's 2020, baby. We all have to sacrifice. Yes. Um, we all have to give up things in 2020 and hustle. Doesn't like parties anyways. Yeah. He probably didn't even realize it was his birthday until he, someone said something to him. He didn't even know how old, old he was turning. Yeah, it's hustle. 
Well, actually, this one is the first year he does know. Because the last couple of years, he had no idea how old he was. Yeah, this year, he was at the tell him how old he was. He yeah. yeah. 40. It's easy to remember. Yeah. It was nice to see everybody, though. It was nice to actually see people in person for a little bit of time. We stood in the parking lot at Brainerd Park. It was nice to see everybody. Right. Yeah, it was cool. Like, it was... I mean, I saw John and Kristen back in, like, John's birthday in July. Yeah. Um, I think that was the last time I saw them in person. And you, I haven't seen in person since February or March. Yeah, yeah. The last recording of our show. Last time we did the podcast, yeah. Studio, right. Yeah. Um, so it, it was nice. And Hutzel, um, he came over to my house when we had no power and he had mm. laundry. So oh, there you go. That's the last time. And that was back in August, whenever that big storm was. Yeah, I hadn't seen Dan in person since my wedding. So Oh Dan yeah, Dan I saw at John's birthday yeah. back in July. Um but yeah, it was it was cool to see everybody. And yeah. <laughs> I like how you know Kristen's like we're I will pay for Hustle's flight to Vegas. Yes. And then, and then Dan goes, we can celebrate my 40th too. And I go, I turned to Dan thinking, when's your 40th? Oh, it happened last year. Yeah. He was, well, birthday was last year. Yeah. So why would we celebrate your, we're going to celebrate my 40th too? Why don't we celebrate everyone's 40th? This, well, because his 40th birthday was during the pandemic as well. He wasn't able to celebrate it. No, he was in Alaska for his 40th. Oh, and then, yeah, that's the yeah. other reason he was in Alaska. Oh, come on. You're in Alaska. You choose to be in Alaska. Nobody just well, he's goes. working. It's not like he chooses to be there. He's no, work sent him there. No, it was a vacation. Oh, then yes, he did choose to be there. Then that's his problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just Dan. He wants attention. That's true. Yeah. Um, so I guess we're going to take Hustle to Vegas uh, at some point. Sooner or later. Not this year. I don't feel like it's going to be too safe this year. Still, I think maybe. Next yeah, year. I mean. I don't know. Like to travel. You're dependent on others. Like if every, like we don't know, you don't not going to know everybody who has who's gotten the vaccine. And a caveat on the vaccine. This is something I just learned. So you get caveat, if you will. It's a caveat, which I yes. I think there'll be more education about the vaccine. You get the vaccine, you could still get COVID, but yes. not have the symptoms, and you could still yes. pass it on to other people who don't have the vaccine. Or it could still be spread, but you're not going to get the symptoms. So until you, until after you get the second one, right? Until you have no, to get the second no, shot. That, no, that's that, that's what the vaccine. The vaccine's going to protect you, but if you uh, get it, you could still spread it to someone. That's why we're still going to have to wear masks for the year. Yeah. Uh the mask thing is not going to go away anytime soon. I don't think. And I'm well, until the be vaccine's like, been like everywhere, like everyone's gotten the vaccine, kind of. They they have to have a certain percentage yeah. of people to have the vaccine. Which seventy five percent, you have herd immunity. It's taking forever. I mean, we, it's going to take a long time because there's a short. Supply well, I think it's just because of the people in charge of it right now aren't really warp speeding it, if you will. Yeah, all I'm saying is. There's got to be education about the vaccine, more education yes. about it, uh, because it's as in not, take it and don't not take it. Right. But there's needs to be what what do we uh, expectations, what to expect? 
you, you yeah. get the vaccine. It's not like I'm free. It's like, no, you still got to wear well, it. It's like the flu shot. You, know? you can get a flu shot and still get the flu. Just you won't get it as bad as you would have if you had it. I, like, I get the flu shot every year and I haven't had yeah. the flu in God knows how long. Um, yeah. But anyway, that's what I learned. I'm just saying there's information we got to learn. And there's three vaccines. So each vaccine might be a little bit different. I don't know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not Dr. Fauci, but you're not. That's I for sure. I, damn right. You would never wear that hat. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, baby. My hair's a mess. So I felt like I should wear a hat today. <laughs> Here's my. Nah, it's COVID hair. You know, you get it. You can get away with it. Quarantine hair. Quarantini hair. Quarantini. All right. So I'll continue with that. Um, so Mark, uh, what have you been up to the, for the week? Watch anything? Do anything worthwhile? Uh, still charging through Titans, trying to finish it. Uh, Why are you watching something you don't like? It's weird. Well, it's not that I don't like it. It's just that it's not as it's not good. That's so why do you bother watching something that's not good? It doesn't make any sense to me. Well, because now I'm into the story and I kind of want to see how they get to the end of it. I guess it always blows my mind. Like I don't know. I feel like I watch why? stuff for this show now it seems like yeah but we're not you're not talking about it really and we don't talk about to- i'm never gonna watch it like no i know but it's just like i feel like like now like i want to see like the rest of it i mean i'm not like it's not terrible it's like the worst show i've ever seen or anything it's just just a show it's not like groundbreaking television or anything like that it's just kind of ho-hum see but i would have been like it has its pitfalls and things watch something worthwhile yeah. yeah i mean i started watching like i haven't <clears throat> I didn't finish it and I kind of moved on to Cobra Kai because season three came out on New Year's Day. Yeah. And that's been fantastic. If you love Karate Kid, you got to watch Cobra Kai. We talked it's about, we talked about this couple of little months. fan service, but it's fantastic. Well, the third season is so far it's on Netflix. It's actual Netflix production this time. So the production is a little bit stepped up because not YouTube. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, so far I'm only a couple episodes in, but it's really good. Yeah. Uh, watched Wonder Woman, of course. What, what, which we're going to review. We're going to review later on. Yeah. And uh, besides that, just a lot of just, just did the New Year's Eve thing with the wife and kind of realized I don't know anything about music anymore. Why? Because it's the music acts that were on the, the different uh, New Year's Eve shows were... Like, I was like, that's actual, someone actually bought their pays to listen to that. So it was just kind of uh, crazy. I watched, uh, we watched Andy Cohen and uh, and Cooper get trashed on TV. Yeah, we watched that one. Yeah. We also flipped around because Claire likes watching the different ones. The uh, Jill McHale and uh, Ken Jeong was very interesting. Oh, I missed, which was that, what channel was that on? Fox. Oh God, I love them. Yeah. Um, how was it? It was just them being them, basically. It just kind of just a lot of inside jokes, a lot of just yeah. I mean, on each other. Their their kind of seems like, like they weren't really like they didn't really know what they were doing. Probably like not. they didn't really have it. No one told them what to do. They kind of just like gave them microphones and sent them out on the stage. I bet you like, that's... It seemed. It also seemed like Fox didn't know who they were when they put them out there. Like they know Ken Jeong from like Mass Singer and Mass 
dancer they, and all they that. They know who they are, Mark. They didn't. Just but I mean, I don't think they got like I don't think they knew their humor with each other, like their chemistry. I don't think that Fox really understood it because it was very much just Joe McHale being like the straight man for Ken Jeong's craziness, kind of. Yeah. And like Joe McHale would say like inappropriate things, <laughs> and Ken Jeong would like. We're not gonna. We're gonna get fired. We're gonna get fired before this ends. It sounds but like yeah. the podcast. Kenji Young got obliterated really early on. Yeah, like he was drunk very early on. But with the Fox show, was just they just printed out like all the competitive comp- people that competed on Mass Singer, basically. Right, right. And they were just all the music acts. Uh, I, we watched a little bit of the Ryan Seacrest one, which they just basically just played like old videos of people that were on previous ones and other songs that they had played during their sets that they didn't use in previous years yeah like they like used like green days songs from last year that they didn't play during that during the show last year so stuff like that nbc just basically just played music videos i had nbc like, on for a little bit i mean yeah it was yeah. Uh, carson daly um and, and the girl from uh seth meyer show amber yeah, ruffin yeah yeah and they just kind of yeah. hosted stuff i mean there's really nothing you could do well they also shot a lot of like they overshot like stuff from when they did the christmas tree lighting in rockefeller center you could tell like the sets were basically the same it was all the same musical acts and they just like shot stuff for the the christmas tree lighting and then like had them all stick around and shot stuff for new year's yeah so I mean, it was kind of interesting. It was just a, it was kind of strange. They knew it was going to be virtual, so that would make the most sense. Yeah, I don't yeah. understand the resurgence of Goo Goo Dolls. That was surprising. I didn't know Goo Goo Dolls were so popular still. If you're a mom over forty, you love the Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> if you're a guy over forty, you, you kind of don't care. The funniest part of the whole thing is I they kept care. referring to them. They even did this during the Christmas tree lighting. Rock legends, the Goo Goo Dolls. Ooh, rock legends. It's like, what? Who are they rock legends to? Has anyone heard the Goo Goo Dolls before? I mean, they were popular in the 90s. But yeah, you definitely I, tell it was like just bands that were people who are stuck in New York. Bands who are in New York. Bands who we couldn't who couldn't get out of New York in time before the lockdown. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. It's I the Goo Goo Dolls. Hey, we found a band that... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's in New York, the Google Dolls. You guys remember them? Yeah. They had that, they had that one good, they had like a decently kind of good song from a weird angel movie that uh, Nick Cage was in. They had a song called Iris. Can we? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You remember them? Yeah. Remember City of Angels? Yeah. 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 You, it's the Google Dolls. You remember oh. those guys? Come on. Take them out of retirement and come My aunt on. loves them. Oh, oh. Grandma, do you remember the band, the Goo Goo Dolls? The moms will love it. My grandma remembers them. We should have them on. Yeah, I mean, we got Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani. We might as well throw the Goo Goo Dolls out there. Oh, my God. All right. I don't want to get too negative, but God, could those two just go away? Um, I'm so over them. Then it was kind of funny, too, because we were sitting and we watched uh, over the weekend. CNN did a lot of their, like, the 90s, the 2000s shows that they've did. Yeah. They're all fantastic. 
well, they did uh, the 2000s and their one was like the MP3, like all the music from the 2000s. Yeah. And so I'm like sitting there like, oh, we're like watching this and Claire's like, oh, I love that song. And it's all like this terrible music. Uh, not that ones that she liked, but just like different random bands. And then it got into like deep, deep, like TV on the radio and LCD sound system and all this stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, and Claire's like, who liked this music? I'm like, Brian Kazaska. Brian Kazaska likes all those bands. Yeah. Those random, all- random stupid bands that had like one good song. Like the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs came on and I was like, ah, there's a Brian band for you. The Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs. First of all, Mark, you <laughs> like that music too. We had a 20 Rock Countdown show during all of that. During the early 2000s, man. I know. It was like a rehash of that though. It was like all those bands that we like didn't like. It was basically all the bands we would remove from the, the 20 Rock Countdown and put in no. local bands. Yeah, yeah, yeahs were in there. Well, no, uh, I'm saying the other ones. I'm saying like all these other random bands that they the were bands like, that we I would take out would be like Nickelback, Nickelback, or like Puddle of Mud, shit yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Butt Rock. I'm like, I don't, yeah. I don't, I, I don't Because I told Claire, I'm like, I because she's like, the, who are these? The who are the yeah, yeah, yeahs? I'm like, oh, I know the yeah, yeah, yeahs. We saw them open for Green uh, for uh, Foo Fighters and Weezer in Bridgeport. Yeah, that was and awesome. no one knew who they were. Yeah, we put. Yeah, it was an awesome show. Yeah. Oh, it was the early two thousands. I loved. Yeah. It. Um. I. You know. Um. I think you know. Last year we 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 posted our New Year's Eve twenty hour countdown shows. Yeah. On the podcast. Yeah, we didn't do it this year. You didn't get in. Dig deep into the old. Uh, well, we recorded. Cabinet. We recorded a show. That's why. Oh, that's why. Hey. Yeah. You usually, just release. You just release it on. Actually, on New Year's Eve. Yeah, just too. I've done it too many times. I think I've worn. Nobody listens, so I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> um, Built 107 songs of 2007 or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, uh, for me, uh, yeah, New Year's kind of flipped around too. Um, uh, we started watching Narcos on Netflix. Pretty good show so yeah. far. It's three. That's El Chapo show. Yeah, uh, not El Chapo. Um, Oh my god. So I got like a hair on my glasses and it's like the most annoying thing in the world. Oh, the worst is when you get a yeah, you get the eyelash. Yeah, that's what I got. That's what I was like, I don't know if it's on my on my eyelashes or on my glasses, and I can't like stop focusing on it. Yeah. Sorry, continue. No, um uh, Narcos. Narcos. You supposedly watched it, even though you have no information about it or know what it's about. No, no, I can't think of the guy's name, the drug lord's name. Why can't think of his name now? Pablo Escobar. Pablo Escobar. So it's about... I knew who it was, but I was just going to wait until you figured it out, but I didn't want to wait any longer. Well, you threw me off by saying the other guy's name. El Chapo. I'm like, I don't... That could be the the new... The second... I think it's the next season is El Chapo or something, or the next... Whatever. The next chapter. So Narcos yeah. is in two chapters. The first one is three seasons. It's about um, Pablo Escobar. And I don't know yes. what the, the, the one that's going on right now. I think that's what it is, yeah. Yeah, it could be Al Chapo. The cool thing about the show is they mix in actual footage with the mm. show. And it's based off the DEA's uh, real life. So uh. Uh, for the most part, it's based on a true story. Obviously, there's hints of Hollywood. In true there. story. Um, but it's really good. It's good About so far. Seven drug lords picked to live in a house and have their lives taped. Yeah, pretty much. It's um, 
it's good so far. The first two episodes, Allison almost didn't want to continue because they had the violence against animals and they had to show it. And it was just kind of like, uh, it's fake, but you didn't want to see it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it kind of yeah. turns you off a little bit. But so far, so good. Um, it's enjoyable. Um, and I think that's, oh, we finished Heaven's Gate. And oh, yeah. we, that and that last episode of Heaven's Gate is bonkers because they have a yeah. reunion for the people who didn't die, the people yes. who had left. But they're all yeah. still believers for the most part. And some and, of them did it after the fact. Yeah, well, one guy tried to commit suicide twice. Yeah. Failed the first time. And then yeah. he ended up killing himself because he he felt he was left behind. Like, what do they think they're going to get on? Like a random, like they're going to hail an Uber to get to where everyone else went? I don't know, Mark. Um, I, like, just, I didn't know that like the lady from uh, Star Trek's brother was one of those people yeah yeah o'hara yeah her her brother michelle nichols yeah um it's also sad that a lot of these people are still believers yeah and um it's interesting i don't want to ruin it it's well worth watching but that last episode some things are revealed to the Mm. these uh people that are still surviving from one of their ex-leaders who had passed away from cancer i don't want to say you got to watch it man because it I didn't know the whole story. I knew this. A bunch of people died, had Nikes on, and money in their pocket. Yeah. And now I know the whole story, and it is bonkers. It is really bonkers. Yeah, it's kind of, it really shows, like, how cults can, like, really get people. And I, I think it's a cautionary tale saying, you know, they kept saying these people were relatively smart people. Yeah. They were not, they were not dumb people. They, they, it, I think what they were trying to say a lot of the time was this can happen to anybody and yeah. it can hit you. You could be very naive um, or you might be going through a divorce. You might lost someone. Uh, you're grieving. Yeah. All, you lost your job. Looking for an answer of some sort. And yeah. You can't find anywhere else. So. And they get you right at the They prey the, on that. That's what the, the cults do. They prey yeah. on your weakest, weakest parts of you. Um, so but very it was well worth watching totally totally yeah um but that's it for my and then we surprised hustle and you know new yeah. year happened and now we're like here. i said i would suggest uh murder at middle beach if you're looking for a new one yeah we we started that i think we're yeah. first episode in interesting is it, it all happens in connecticut so it's very like it's very interesting yeah yeah good stuff um so mark I got one piece, one piece of funny news. Well, not news, but just something uh, kind of year in review. I have the top 25 or 26 movies that were the worst reviewed of the year, which it's weird because okay. you don't even know what movies came out this year. Honestly, I don't. I don't. Um, I think I remember like three movies that came out this year. So this movie I did. I still kind of want to see. And I've heard mixed reviews, but it's the Tom Hanks movie Greyhound. Um, it, it got, submarine movie, or like it's a war boat movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, it you went, can only watch on like Apple Plus though, right? It was gonna come on the theater. Apple Plus got it. Yeah. Um, it's you know basically it was like their big vehicle of the summer. Um, yeah. It got a five out of ten. Um, 
Then another movie, which is it's a war movie, so those are very difficult to like. If you're not, not really. into war movies, I think. But if you're war- not into like, but if you're not into war movies, it's not like you're gonna like be into watching that movie. I don't know. People, I've heard good things. I've heard so-so things. Yeah. But I'm saying this is one of the worst reviewed movies of the year. Um, Another film that was like, I feel like this movie was kind of seen as... I still want to see that movie, so whatever. Me too. Oh, yeah, me too. Um, I'm going through these quick. Oh, this movie came out this year. Nobody asked for it. And I don't know why John Turturro wanted to make this movie, but he made a kind of unofficial sequel to um the big lebowski oh called the jesus rolls and it was his character in the big lebowski jesus yeah which is interesting because that character was um a kind of a child monster he was in prison he's not a good character and he wanted to make a whole movie about this character (laughs) was it that character i thought it was the one from kingpin no, no, oh. it's called yeah, it's called Jesus Rolls or G- I yeah. said Jesus Rolls. I forgot he's Hispanic. It's the Jesus yeah. Rolls. It was a passion project, and he actually wrote it, directed it, and started it. Well, um, you know, it got a five. Yeah. Whatever. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Let's see what else. There was a movie called. I'm going through these. Rebecca Stardust. Trolls World Tour, even though it got bad reviews, it was yeah, the kids like it. Kids for the loved kids. it. Yeah, it's for the kids. It's for the kids. Oh, the witches, which I still I want to see. It's on Netflix. Yeah, the Anne Hathaway one. Yeah, it's uh, I love the Rock, original. I love the original. Yeah. Um, and this was a remake. Uh, it got bad reviews, but you get the it doesn't look good. I wasn't really gonna want to see it, but I'm probably gonna watch it. Uh, let's yeah. see. Artemis Fowl, that was Disney's movie. Disney had that movie shelved for so long. Yeah. And they were like... It came out during the pandemic. They hadn't even shot it. They just had the script for so long. No, but it was sitting. This movie was... And it sat after the fact. But I mean, they did for the longest time had the rights to the script. And it was getting close to them running out of the the rights. So I think they just filmed the film. They filmed the movie. Then they weren't. Then the whole thing happened with the theaters. So they weren't going to release it in the theaters. And I think they finally just said, "Screw it, we'll just throw it on Disney Plus and get it out." And yeah, it's there. So, uh, this next movie came out right, right when the uh, back in March, right when everything mm. happened. But Blumhouse's Fantasy Island it got a four. Yeah. Now this is based off the old TV show Fantasy Island. Yes, but another movie no one asked for. Nobody. It was like a murder mystery, this movie. And I don't know. It was know like if... a slasher film, too, at the same yeah. time. So. It's, I don't even know. It, is it just it's Blumhouse? Name? They just make movies to make movies at this point. They don't. So this Again, movie... it's one of those things where they get the rights to the, the property and then they just make a movie to make the movie. Pretty much. Um, so there was a prequel. I'm assuming this is a prequel. It got a four. The Gentleman. Now it, was a, this, it wasn't a sequel. It wasn't a prequel. It was an actual movie on its own, separate movie. I don't now. Is this connected to? It's not connected to the Kingsman at all. It's not. No, all right. it's a whole I separate it movie. Oh, no. okay. There is I a thought... prequel to the Kingsman. I think it's coming out this year. It was oh. pushed back from being in the theaters. Oh, so this is a Guy Ritchie film. 
Yeah, this okay. is a separate thing altogether. All right, so this is a Guy Ritchie crime comedy, and it had Matthew yeah. McConaughey on it and a whole bunch of It was just a regular movies. Guy Ritchie movie. It was just kind of like a, gotcha. you know. I think the Guy Ritchie thing has run its course at this point. Uh, Antebellum got a three. That movie came yeah, out. Yeah, it was a horror movie. Yeah, uh, it got bad reviews. Uh, another movie that came out back in February, it got a three. Um, and it had a CG dog, The Call of the Wild with Harrison Ford. Yes, I heard and, that was not great. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? I do give them credit for using a CG dog because p- yeah. making a real dog go through all that shit, it, it's just yeah. horrible. Let's just get rid of, unless this dog is just hanging out, if it's yeah. doing things, just make it a CG dog. I don't care if it looks bad. Just save the poor dog going through all that shit. Um, well, I don't make, there's no movies like, I mean, like the last one like that was for like Benji or something like that. I don't know. There was a dog's life uh, or whatever. And they had, yeah. the, they had video footage of them trying to put this dog in a wave pool and the dog didn't want to go. And it became a huge thing. And then Chris Gad, because he does the voiceover, he was getting, like, it was a whole thing. It was a whole yeah. thing. Whatever, Just Josh make it, Gad. whatever his name is. Just make it a, a CG dog. Josh Gad, whatever. I yeah. don't know what um, I mean, he didn't have anything to do. They just did the voice. He didn't put the dog in the water. It's not his no, fault. I know. That's what he was saying. Yeah. Also, like, I just got paid to do the voice. Seeing how old Harrison Ford is in that film, I am not looking forward to seeing old man. Well, he's also like in the wilderness in Alaska. It's like an old, it's a, you know. No more Indiana Jones. No more. It's going to happen, Brian. Just deal with it. I'm not going to watch it. I'm totally. You'll watch it. No, I have no interest. Um, I know you say that now, but if it comes out, you'll watch it just to see what happens. No, I'll wait for FX to pick it up. That's what I'm saying. You'll you'll end up watching it sooner or later. You're not going to never watch it. Yeah, I'll watch it like years later. Um, Yeah. One of the first films that came out in 2020 that should have really told us what a shit year we were about to have is 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 Doctor Doolittle. This movie came out. Wasn't even Doctor Doolittle. It was just Doolittle. Doolittle, and it it did little. Panned, panned across the board. Uh, yeah, it's it, a pet it, project of Robert Downey Jr.'s actually. Well, it's uh, you want to do something completely opposite of Iron Man, yeah. Well, he did all right. I mean, hey, you know, what are you gonna do? Not everyone's gonna be a winner, you know. Um, and then and sometimes re- you do things for the paycheck, uh, and uh, Recently, Monster Hunter, which I, I'm going to, I want to see. Uh, the new Monster Hunter got a three. Project Power. That that yawn is for how great this segment is. Jamie Foxx's Netflix show. <laughs> well, in The Turning. The Turning was another horror film. They got a two. You say my things are bad when I do things like this. You get so mad at me when I do stuff like this. This is what? painful. Why? I'm just, the bad movies of 2020. I had you have to go else. through 26 of them. I didn't go through them all. I skipped tons. I just went through oh. the movies you might have known. It felt like we've gone through 26 of them. Oh, stop. All right. Aye, aye, aye. Speaking of... this is It all ties into the main... The main well, course. before we get to the main thing, we watched uh, the Doctor Who special was I on New Year's it. Day. I didn't watch You didn't watch it. it? No. Oh, Brian. I have lost faith in you as a friend. I haven't even watched all any of last season of Doctor Who. Ugh. You got to catch up, my friend. 
I mean, that first season. Now's the time to catch up. You have no excuse. I know. That first season of with her and the new cast and everything was kind of boring. So I just really haven't had the interest. Well, to go they're back. always kind of. They takes a bit to get their footing. I know. Well, anyways, How I watched it. It. It, was, How was it. it was very good. It was very. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I mean, anytime the dialects are involved, it's usually a good episode. Well, it's all on HBO Max, so I can it put is. it on it and, and watch last season. And yeah. I can watch the uh, the special. Yeah, because so, the story continues. It's not like a one-off story. It's an actual continuation of the overarching story. So right. you kind of need to have some impetus before you get into it. Uh, yeah. But no, Darn, uh, Captain John Harkness was in it, which is awesome. Yeah, John yeah. Barrowman was in it, or Jack Harkness, sorry. Uh, so that was cool. He's always awesome. Uh, then we had, right after that, there was a little bit of a rumor situation of her possibly leaving as a doctor but then the bbc said no so there's still no one's actually said like it's never been confirmed or denied it's just kind of like out there now so so here here's my conspiracy theories about this and when i say that that means i know nothing and i'm going solely based off the articles i read yeah. um my opinion about re- after reading everything it sounds to me like first of all nobody would is really going to know um yeah. without actually seeing it in writing, but yeah. they would want to keep it a surprise. Yes, um, like the last ones have been not like, we found out right before it happened, but we didn't know. A year ahead. A year ahead of time. Well, right. I think the only one we ever knew that far ahead of time was David Tennant <clears throat> to Matt Smith, because they made the big deal about it. They did the big special and everything. And No, that, was, the, the that, was, that was Matt Smith in uh, Capote. Oh, they that's did, okay. I knew it was did, one of those guys. Yeah, they did a huge special, and they yeah. had him come out like a rock star. Yeah, that was like yeah. the big one. And Whitaker too. We knew, we knew the months leading up. Yeah, Jody Whitaker was going to be taking over, yeah. but not before they started filming the season. We didn't know, like right, knew, like halfway through the season, they like announced like this will yeah. be their last series. They'll be moving on. My, but it my, is her third series, and that's been the 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 thing lately. Like from Matt Smith to Capaldi, they've both only done three series and then left. Is it? Oh no, I feel like Matt Smith was in there a lot longer than three. The year wise, but only three seasons, like three series of the show. I gotta look this up because I don't know. I know they've been stretched out, like especially hers has been stretched out because of all the stuff that's been going on. (gasps) Excuse me, but but yeah, no, I mean. Well, what do you think? I, I, I feel it. like she's she could. Her character's story or her doctor's story is kind of off of the the New Year's episode. I could see it being like heading towards an end to a regeneration. It makes sense. Yeah. But you never know because sometimes they do that. They like act like it's going somewhere and then they divert it to something completely different so yeah i mean she could her contract could be up and someone saw that and she hasn't re-signed up that could be all what it is yeah just a thought just my thought on that uh i mean i don't know the episode was really good i suggest if you're you're a doctor who fan you've probably seen it so i like brian who's a faux doctor who fan okay I 
I have nothing against the new Doctor Who. I just that for he I don't like know. Women. After That's all it is. he doesn't like women. It's fine to say it. You like women as a doctor. No, I just didn't think the writing was that good that first season. Well, it's a different person, different producer, different writer, different everything. Listen, I, I like I liked her. I liked the companions, but some episodes were just kind of boring. Um, I don't know. I, that's just my opinion. I will. You're try, entitled to your opinion. Doesn't I will try to watch. Right, but you have your own opinion. I will try to watch the second season and see if it gets yeah. better. I'm not. I love Doctor Who, but everybody, you know, it's some people. I don't know. It just. If the writing isn't there for for you, why continue watching something? Yeah, I know there's a big con- like a lot of people don't like the new showrunner and all that, but I mean, I think she's doing a good job as a doctor. I like her. Yeah. I think she's. I have nothing against her. I'm just more of a. Writing. She has more of a. I think she's more of a callback to the earlier doctors than the more recent doctors. She kind of has that whimsical, like from back in the day, McCoy kind of doctor. Yeah. Which I kind of like, so. So but teach their own, teach their own. So Mark, to go back to what you're saying, yes. Out of the new doctors, Eccleston, um, did was, one, one. He, he was one series, and that was it. Yeah, he did one series, but then Dave Tennant uh, was four years, six months, and two weeks as a doctor. Yeah. They break it down. Um, then Matt Smith was three years, eleven months, three weeks, and three days. Yeah. So approaching four years. Yeah. Um, so he, he did feel like he was in there for a long time. And then Peter Capaldi was four years. Yeah. Um, he was there from December 2013 to 2017. Yeah. So she's coming up on four years. This is her fourth year. So 27. Yeah. So right now, Jodie Wicker has been three years, one week, two days. Yeah. So add this series to it and it's her fourth year and and COVID is like That's they took usually... a year off. They took a year off, right? They didn't have the yes, year. yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, maybe, maybe there's some truth behind. Maybe that. we'll see what happens. Stay well, tuned. I will watch on HBO Max. You're right. I have no excuse. I will put it on while I'm working. Yeah, and I, can, I can have it on and catch up. I just hope that second season's better. I mean, maybe it is. Maybe I'm- I think it was better. I think it got it really, she really got her stride in the second season. And generally they all do. I just yeah. loved, loved the first, the last the first one. Yeah. Well, it's always like the first season's them trying to figure out the new. Who they are. Like in the doctor's world, like their new body, basically. Yeah. 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 So it's always that weird thing of them trying to figure out their personality with that doctor right right and then like the second season's like they're the doctor and then the third season's like them like deciding that it's time to move on right right all right mark now today today we are reviewing wonder woman 84 yes Um, it went out to theaters and to streaming i saw it on christmas day mark just watched it over the week now i did i watched it i watched it saturday actually so, so it's fresh in my brain. So this is something we're going to try to do when Mark and myself watch a film that's a big movie. Um, we're going to do a, a new format. Uh, we used Because well, usually we would do like after the movies. Back yeah. in, you've watched the show long enough. You used to do after the movies. Yeah. Where the group of us would all get together. We had a group of friends that would all get together. It was incoherent Francia, though. Francia, Hutzel, my brother, 
Rocky, whoever might their people might interchange. Mike McConnell might have been in a couple. Yeah. Uh, we'd all go to Denny's after the movie. We'd sit, eat food, talk about the movie, and that'd be our review of the film. Yeah, and it was incoherent sometimes. Like we would go well, off most on times. Tangents. Most times it was incoherent. Yeah. Yeah. John so, would go off on some porn theory he had about the movie. Yeah. Yeah. My brother um, would ramble on about some random topic uh, he knew. Oh my god! You know, brother. Okay, so yeah, we're gonna so, keep this yeah. precise. We're gonna just or concise, upon... whichever. What did I say? Precise. Precise, which is I not said... the right word. Concise is the word you're looking for. Oh, precise. Jeopardy, please. Or uh, concise, not concise. Concise. You are a disaster waiting to happen. Are we friend. just gonna say concise over and over again? You are a butcher of the English language. Let me tell you. Precisely, Mike. <laughs> concisely concisely <laughs> what is going on i don't know it's all a, right it's been a year it's, it's been a year, year brian all, all right mark all right so we are basically gonna hit upon uh our initial reactions what we didn't mm-hmm. like what we did like or worked and we're gonna rate the movie out of five stars and that's something we're we're gonna hope to do for future films going yes. forward because sometimes it, it would just go over the place. So, or we go on a tangent and we didn't get back to the actual movie. Right. So let's let's be focused on this film. Um, right. and so what, with that, on. I'm gonna do an intro for it. Oh, all Give right. Me a you, okay, okay. Do the intro. All right. With that, here is our review of One Woman eighty four. My life hasn't been what you probably think it has. We all have our struggles. Have you ever been in love? A long, long time ago. You? So many times. Yeah, all the time. (laughs) Welcome to the future. Life is good, but it can be better. And why shouldn't it be? All you need is to want it. Think about finally having everything you always wanted. I can save today, but you can save the world. Take what I want in return. Everyone will see. born from lies and greatness is not what you think it's all art 
uh, that's just a trash can. It's just a trash can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And here's your host for this segment, Brian. I don't understand English. Kazaska. What's the English language? What do I do with <laughs> my hands? And beside me is Mark work? Snarky Wardock. Do, 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 do. Uh, All right. All right. So, Mark, uh, yes. we're going to start off with the uh, your initial reaction. Uh, so, basically, after the film, what was your gut reaction? All right. Without going into you anything ready? else, what was your initial reaction? You ready? It's yeah. very in-depth. I thought about this long and hard, and my first reaction was, meh. I will counter. <laughs> That's it. That's all I, I have. Okay, okay. I will counter that reaction with said reaction. I went, it was all right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so we kind of had the same reaction. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. happened. Yeah, it happened. Three yeah. Hours. It was like, there's three hours of my life I'll never get back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. That was okay. I love it. This is yep. great. All yep, right. That's how it happened. I'm going to start this segment off and we'll go to you after. Okay. Uh, what, 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 because we both had kind of eh reaction, we're going to yeah. start off what we didn't like. We're going to start off that way. Uh, for me, what I didn't like about this film was it was two hours and 30 minutes too long. Um, I also didn't like the fact that we got, uh, basically it felt like a superhero movie that was written back from early superhero movies. It felt very tropey. It felt like shit we, we don't do anymore. Um, especially with Cheetah's character, Kristen Wiig's character felt like a throwback to Spider-Man three. It felt like a throwback to Electro from Spider-Man two. It felt like all these tropes, I'm like, as soon as she dropped her folder of paper, I, I just kind of did a face plant and went, was, are you yeah. fucking kidding me? Um, yeah. I mean, are we going to wait? Like, are we going to discuss? Or are we just going to do yours? I'll do mine. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to give you mine. Um, okay. That's basically what I didn't like. Um, also, it, it was like, how many people can we fit in this film? We should have just focused on one bad guy. And what I also didn't like is I enjoyed the first one and I liked the, the whole arc of uh, Steve's story. Having come back for no really big reason just felt like unwarranted and not needed. Yeah. And nobody talked about that poor body that Steve was in that basically was raped and brought into uh, dangerous situations and could have died because yeah. it was not in control of himself anymore. Now, when I say raped, yeah. I'm saying I'm not making light of rape. I know it's a serious subject, but what I'm yeah. saying is yeah. it had sex with Wonder Woman. And I mean, not that that's a bad thing. That's I mean, I'm pretty thing. sure if they told the guy after the fact, he'd be like, well, well, you know. But he didn't know what was going on with his own body. So it's a little I mean, weird. Um, I mean, I if you saw his, his uh, style after the fact, then you kind of weren't, right. it wasn't a terrible thing. I kind of felt like that was unneeded as well i thought there was a lot of just a, bloating yeah. just bloat all right mark what didn't you like see and then we'll discuss but what okay. did you like i don't the just kind of responding to your thing first before i get into mine i think we'll get into yours and then we'll discuss okay um 
I didn't like the uh, the neutering of Maxwell Lord. It seemed like the character was not flushed out enough. Yeah. It was just kind of like he was there. He was just the bad guy. There was no reasoning behind him being the bad guy, really, besides the fact that his life was just, the, the, he just, whatever. Uh, they, like, tried to do it towards the end. Like, show, like, flashbacks of him growing up, but it, it was kind of too late at that point. I was kind of over the character by then. That didn't really help me at all. Yeah, uh, I agree with your your cheetah stuff. All Claire could keep asking afterwards was, "How did she become the creature?" I don't understand why cheetah's cheetah. I don't get it. Yeah. yeah, I was like, yes, there is no real. They didn't really give you a reasoning why she was, how she like why she came to that realization. It's like she that said, made no sense. she said one word. She yeah. said, I want to be an alpha predator. I want to be an apex predator. Apex so, predator. Yeah, and she was wearing a cheetah print, so that's why she became a cheetah. Well, she was, yeah, because and, and, and it was too tropey because we knew she was playing cheetah, and in like the first five minutes of the movie, Diana's wearing cheetah printed yes. high heels. Yes, and she's like, "I love your animal print," and it's like, "Really, we're gonna go there already?" Yeah, we know she's playing cheetah. You announced it before. It's like that's like, yeah. It and then my thing, like the thing I disliked about that, I don't know if I disliked it, but it just like like they tried too hard it was like it was because it was called one woman 84 they tried to make an 80s superhero movie it didn't like, feel 80s no what i mean like they tried to like make the movie as if it was being done in the 80s yeah you know what i mean like yeah, it, I, yeah. not like the, the the scenery and all that stuff but they like tried to film it as if it was an 80s movie it did feel like an 80s. It felt cheesy. No, but I mean, like the storyline wise, <laughs> like it made it like, I don't if I'm trying to explain it right. I don't know what you're trying you to You know say. how like you've seen movies that were shot in the 80s now? Yes. Like the storyline wise and all that and how it was like the characters were portrayed and all that stuff. Yeah. And now we're like, oh God, you can't do that now. That's like, that doesn't work now, you know? It's like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like there's some stuff in the 80s they movies. Didn't do- that, but they didn't do it. But I'm saying, but there was that feel to it. Like they tried too hard to make it 80s. It's like they went like into all like you were saying the tropes of 80 of. I'm saying movies, but they went to like the tropes of 80s era stuff. Like they went to like, oh, you know, the nerdy woman wants to be the attractive woman, and you know, like that kind of stuff. Like those old 80s films, like they used to make. Yeah, but those are also tropey from the 90s and 2000s. I mean, yeah, but it was just kind of like, I don't know. It was just, it just there was nothing in it that made me like want to watch it again. It oh, was just very, yeah, yeah, very bland. Yeah, yeah. Not enough Wonder Woman. Right. If you're going to make a Wonder Woman movie, at least have Wonder Woman in it. Yeah. All right. Don't well, use it as an accessory. Let's let's go let's go let's let's stop right here. Let's put a pin in this conversation because I know where okay. it's going. Um, to kind of go what you're saying, we're still in the what we didn't like, but I I have to agree. You can have a superhero film that doesn't have a superhero for a long time and still make it interesting, like Batman did. Yeah. But this movie, you're they neutered Wonder Woman. They made her so bland. And, and she made it too reliant on the, the guy character. Yes. Why? She's Wonder Woman. She shouldn't be. 
Like it shouldn't be all about Amazon. They don't know who men are. It's all about why is she reliant on this one guy? Yeah, it felt they're too hung up on on him. That was my thing. Yeah, I felt like they were like they worked so well in the first movie. Let's just redo it. Like they made like like they like for all the the stuff they did to make her empowered in the first movie, and like a feminist like. Yay, Wonder Woman, Icon. Yay Woman yeah. thing. They like reversed all that in this movie. I agree. Like, they, they went from her being like a strong female character to being totally super reliant on this male character. Why like without him, she can't be who she wants to be. She has to have this guy yeah. to make her fulfill her. Yeah. But in and the first movie, she had none of that. And even at the very beginning, when she's the kid, which also, I said to Claire, I'm like, it looks like they just had that left over from the first movie and they just needed to throw it in somewhere. Because what did that have to do with anything that had to do with the movie? Well, here, I'll, I'll give you that. Um, it felt, I do agree, it felt like we had two opens. We had the opening yeah. in the Amazon, the opening in the mall, which I actually like, yeah. but we'll get into that later. But why that was used was it was saying, oh, it's the shortcut. You can't win at life if you're always using the shortcuts. And then Max... Yeah. And then uh, Max, what's his face? It's too. That didn't make sense though. Shortcut. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. It, it's 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 a stretch. It's a stretch. it's a long it's a long jump to get there. Is what. But it that's was. that's what the whole point of the movie is. A stretch. You're going through a shortcut to have something you want, but that's not my, the way to go through it. First, my second thought after the meh, when I like I said to Claire, I'm like, you could tell the studio got a hold of this movie. I don't know. No. Patty Jenkins got her way. I know, but it feels like it, it felt like that kind of, you know, how we, the Justice League movie, everyone says, you know, W, like Warner Brothers got a hold of it and butchered it after Zach. Or no, after no, Zach it Snyder wasn't left. Warner Brothers got a hold of that movie. It was the fact that his daughter killed herself. He had to leave. And then you I know, had but you know what I'm saying? But they brought in Josh Whedon and the, yeah. the studio took over and changed a lot of things. Yeah. Unfortunately, this movie felt like that happened, even though it didn't. It didn't happen. Uh, Patty no, Jenkins saying, but it had, felt like it did. had her total way. Uh, the, 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 there was a thing about how we got those two opens. She yeah. fought and said, I want those two opens. They, the studio said you should only have one. And yeah. um, here's the other thing. She did not write the first movie. give too much control to somebody. She didn't write the first movie. She wrote no, I don't think is. she should be writing the third movie. She shouldn't be writing anything. No, it scares me. It scares me for the suit for the Star Wars movie she's making. That's what it did. Yes, I kind of agree with that because she wrote Monster, which was a great movie. Yes. Um, and but the first Wonder Woman movie she directed, and then this one she decided to co-write and direct. Yeah. And I'm kind of like, oh god, you should just stay directing. Don't yeah. Worry. Don't yeah. you wrote a superhero movie that was made 10 years ago. Yeah, if this movie had come ago, out 20 years ago, it would have been fine. 20, but 30 years ago, even it wouldn't have been fine. It came out in 2020 after we've had years and years of pristine movies from the MCU and some well, this was, ones like, from DC. My thing, like I was saying earlier, it's like we've gone from the the tropey sidekicky women thing from Black Widow and Iron Man, where she was just eye candy. Yeah. And we've gone so far ahead of that now, where women are like, they have their own thing and they could do their own thing. Yeah. 
whole thing and all that. And Wonder Woman, the original first one, was that. Yeah. And like you kind of like she like unfortunately with the second movie like brought that level back down to like almost eye candy level again, where it's like a Wonder Woman's just the pretty woman who fights random criminals. Um, and it was bland. She was very bland. And I I loved her character in that first movie, even though the ending was rough ending. Uh, as a character, she was uh, interesting. This yeah. one just felt like, uh, I don't know. I forgot everything about the movie after I watched it. It was so, yeah. it was just kind of boring. Well, they also made like, like the other thing I didn't like about it was like, you know, I'm thinking about it and rethinking the movie is like they made her so, I don't want to say unintelligent, but like not like she relied too much on like, like having Barbara's character research everything for her, and she just kind of just like. No, she like my thing like in the first movie, the big villain was Ares, who was a god. Yeah, which is fine. I didn't like the character, but whatever. <clears throat> in this movie, they mention a god. Yeah, the god of lies or whatever it was, the mischief and, god. And that was it. And that was it. Was. And never there was no payoff to that whatsoever. You know why? We just here's a random stone we found. It, it was a wishing stone. He basically he yeah, becomes but there was no... uh, a monkey's paw. But yeah, Cheetah, which if you took her character out of this film, nothing would change. No, they added her just so they can have was, a very bland a fight. For, well, because they needed a henchman for Maxwell Lord's character. Barely, barely. And what I'm saying at the end of the movie, yeah. that's what she basically was. She was just a henchman for. Maxwell Lord's character because he didn't have like a security team or whatever. And it was a boring, bland fight in the dark. Yeah. Because the CG was bad. They had to hide the CG, but putting it in the dark like they always did. Um, Let's, all right, let's stop. Well, the DC movie, all the fight scenes happen in the dark. I know, but let's stop. Let's stop there. What, what did we like? What worked? Um, I can go first if you like, Mark, unless you want to go first. I can go first this one. Um, I'd have to say not much. There wasn't much this movie that was like, man, that works. Or there's something. Besides Wonder Woman being Wonder Woman, there wasn't really anything else. I mean, I really disliked the fact that they neutered not only Maxwell Lord's character, who was one of the better DC villains, in my opinion. Like He was like one of the... In multiple superhero stories he's like the bad guy yeah and i mean it hurt me to see pedro pascal like playing this terrible character yeah i was like no mando stop stop doing this to yourself get out now um i mean the little bit of comedy from chris pine's character when he's walking around seeing things for the first time yeah i mean that was fish out of watery stuff which is which like we've said, already seen we've already like seen. like you've said before the steve rogers captain america basically yeah. the same thing yeah well we just saw the last movie but with wonder woman they basically yeah. just reversed it and gave us the yeah. same movie and just gave it to him now like he's yeah. the one that doesn't know what things it, are like it was like oh it's lazy, a garbage can oh ha, ha, ha. lazy writing but, i mean come up with yeah, something new it's just very lazy it was just yeah and I like, like, I don't know. The more I think about it, I don't think there is anything that I was like, that I thought worked. going to surprise you. I have a few things I did like. Um, I, I didn't like the, the visible jet scene. I thought that was very annoying. 
it didn't make any sense. Like, where'd that come from? Just because you need to put the invisible jet in, you want to get the invisible jet in somehow? Yeah. yeah so you yeah. shoehorned her into trying to find, figure out how they disguise the Mark, town there, that they're There's a from? jet at the Smithsonian that's fully functional and fully it fueled. has gas in it. Yes. And a pilot who has never flown a plane like that before. Magically can, the only thing he's flown, flown was like a biplane. Right, but he right. can figure out a jump. Like he can figure out a very complicated, like, super duper jump, like super jet. But yeah. he can figure that out. And Wonder Woman, who said she's only turned a, a coffee cup invisible from a spell she learned from her father, is now automatically she randomly to tried to figure out how to learn from turn her father. the plane invisible. Yeah, it was a yes. weird. I mean, yeah. All right, let me give you what I liked. Okay, I did like. I did like the mall scene. It was cheesy fun. I actually enjoyed that fight scene. <sighs> it, I, like, I was like, okay, are they going? And this is what the movie's going to be? I it was think, so tropey, though. I know, I know. So... Hold on. I know, I know. Hold on. I'm giving you what I like. Like the bad guys were like yes, I so know. lame. I know, I know. Listen, I enjoyed it because I thought maybe this is what they were setting. Um, I didn't know much about the film. And then I saw it. Uh, but I did enjoy that. I did like the fight And for scene. a superhero, she ruins public property by destroying a cop car. I know, Mark. Mark, let me finish. Then we can discuss. Let me finish. What I liked. I liked that. I did like the, the, the one car chase scene that when we finally see Wonder Woman almost an hour and 20 minutes later, um, I did enjoy that. That was good. Um, um um, I did. I actually liked. So I liked potent. Pascal as the villain. I think I hated him as the villain. I liked. I liked his overacting. I liked his his whole cheesemo. <sighs> Honestly, I thought if it was just him as the villain and the movie was thirty minutes shorter, it would have been a better film. Um, I actually enjoyed him for so, like I enjoyed the cheese. I embraced it once I knew this movie was where it was. I just kind of embraced that. Um, there was no point to his this villainy. Oh, he was greedy. He wanted a wish. I get, yeah, but I mean, there was like that no was like. I don't know. It was yeah. just like he wanted to be the wishing stone. Obviously, Mark. Yeah. But then he just started like the he wishing wanted... thing, like took over him. Yes, that was the whole point. Of and the there movie. was like it was leading towards a like a good climax, kind no. of like you could see like his face was starting to change color and he was going to turn into like this creature. No, no, he was, he, he was, his health was declining because every time someone wished he was losing a part of him. No, he needed more wishes to keep his health going. Yeah, I know. Every time somebody had a wish, he got better. He was, it was when people weren't wishing is when he started to drain. Yeah. That's when he went in front of, he He lived off wishes. Here is the funniest part of the movie. Now that I just think about this now, what they did if you think if now I'm like, oh my gosh, just they just hit me in my like as I'm talking about it. They stole the Riddler's storyline from Jim Carrey and like his that like his thing where he attaches himself to the TV screens. Yeah. From the I think it was Batman Forever. Was that the one with Jim Carrey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember he plugs himself into the TV screens? Yeah. And he starts taking everyone's like thoughts from the tv screens like he that's basically what this story was 
Actually, it was Evan is uh, the Almighty with Jim Carrey. Well, that too. Yeah, it's the same fucking ending. Yeah, <laughs> same was. ending. The same uh, thing. But, but she basically because she must have just watched like one of those movies. Maybe because it's legit, like the whole thing at the like he's sitting there in front of the TV, and he's getting all their wavelengths into his brain, and he's like, "I need your, I need you guys to give me more, give and, me more." And it, and was it obvious they made this character very Trumpian? I mean, it was so yeah, yeah. over. Well, they made over him the very eighties. Eighties, but like, it was like a he was like a Trump. He's giving the thumbs up and yeah, with a lo- I'm not a loser. I'm not a loser. Yeah. I and then at the very end, he's in front of the White House seal. Yeah, I mean, come on, yeah. it was so like hit you over the head. They were playing yeah. this guy off like Trump in that kind of uh, way. And I don't like. I know this. I don't want to like. I don't know it. It didn't bother me so much as just like I don't know it. There was no, I don't know how to say this the nice way, I guess. Uh, the casting of the kid didn't make sense to me. Oh, I have a plot hole on the kid. The kid thing was very weak because why was this kid always by himself? Where was the mom? And the, the, the second part of this. Why is the kid Asian? I don't think he was Asian. He didn't look why Asian. is he like, he didn't he like. Philippine. He could, the mom, we don't know what the mom looked like. Yeah, but he's Italian. Like Maxwell Lord is Lorenzo, so he's like. I I I know I know I Latin? got a I got a bigger plot hole than what. It's the, like, what, what the, was Maxwell Lord supposed to be? Was he supposed to be in a Latin guy? I don't know why. But hold on, hold on. His real name was Maxwell Lorenzo. Oh, who cares about the kid right now? Listen to listen to. But this. it didn't make sense to me. It threw me I off. I'm like, why is his kid named Alistair, and why does he not look anything like his dad? Who knows? Who cares? But listen to this. It at the very me. end, at the very end, Maxwell says, I need the helicopters. And he goes to this bunker where they have the television stuff that mysteriously yeah. sends a signal to old 80s computers. I don't know how that works in the 80s because yeah, computers they don't could have not Wi Fi or anything. Could, so yeah, computers like, couldn't yeah. just show video like that. Anyway, at the very end, after everything happens, the kid is just seen wandering by himself amongst like destroyed city uh highway and everything and then max shows up out of some bushes and the kids there and they run in and no no the kid shows up out of the bushes max comes back in a helicopter which everyone left that bunker area somehow but magically the pilot from the helicopter and the helicopter guy happened to still be there right perfectly fine that's what i'm saying gave him a ride back even though he has no power over this guy, he's just like, "Hey, fly me back to Washington D.C." Okay, man, hop in the and helicopter. Let's that go. Was, it was it was sort of like everybody just showed up so quickly. Yeah, like there was like it that was, one that, road that sense. in was it Israel. That one road, or and how they pass each other. Uh, Diana yeah. and Maxwell goes, and she goes, "That's him in passing, driving the opposite 80s. direction." Very eighties. It was like she relied too much on eighties storytelling. Big time. And you know, the thing that I I know she's older than us, I'm thinking, Patty Jenkins. She's got to be in her like around 40s or so. My no, thing is, is she lived 40s. through the 80s. So she lived through the 80s. She knows how the 80s were and what they were like. But to me, it was like somebody who didn't live in the 80s wrote this movie. Possibly. Like, here's what I thought. Here's what I think the 80s were like. Yeah. Because it was just very, 
like so they like did the tropey thing with the clothing and the even though Diana's character doesn't dress anything like the eighties, basically, except Pants for suits. like the pretty Pants. woman. Pants yeah, suits. but she was like pretty woman, basically. Yeah. And I just... I love Wonder Woman. I love Gal Gadot. I think she's amazing. I, I thought her acting wasn't even that great in this one. Like it's well, just she's seemed... only as good as this writing she has. She can't like yeah. make just... magic out of poop, basically. It was just so bland. I think overall it was a bland film. And I'm so happy I got to see it for free. The scary <laughs> thing, the thing I said, the, th- the other thing I said to Claire after watching it was I said I just turned her and I go after all their stuff i was just thinking and i was like dc did it again they did it again they roped us in with the, the trailer they got us all excited and then the movie sucked i don't remember hearing any cool 80s music at all no they use no 80s music in it whatsoever and then in the credits they show four songs and i'm like i didn't hear any of those I don't songs. remember any of those songs being in the movie no now I wonder if you that's have a chance to play. You have a chance to pay homage to the eighties. They had no so many chances. At all. You were in a mall. No, and they no. didn't have any eighties like connection whatsoever. It was just seemed like here's things that happened in the eighties. Like ladies did aerobics in the gym in the yeah. in the yeah. mall, and guys stared and looked at them, which was creepy and that was funny. That's what they did. I know, but it was just kind of like okay. Which should have been a tip tip off too. This is going to be the movie that ruins feminism, basically, or slaps feminism in the face, basically. Well, I mean, it I wouldn't go that far. All your, all, here's it's remember a all movie those things mark. we built the original one woman. Here's all the things we're gonna knock back down after with this one. Mark, it's a movie, it's not just, a movement. It's not gonna destroy feminism in any. No, way. but it was it's just, just like, a bad remember movie. Those things that we were like touted for for the first movie. We're gonna start yeah. knocking them all down starting here. Yeah, I mean. Having her dependent on a guy. Um, and listen, we went through that. So codependent. He died. He died. We we don't want to go through that again. And then we had to go through it again. It just kind of like. It was, so un, it was so forced. Yeah. And the whole thing was. Not needed. And even the whole thing of Wonder Woman and her character and who she is. She didn't make the choice. He did. Well, no, she did. She made the choice. She renounced. She uh, renounced her wish. Yes, but after he like basically had to like talked her into it, like forced yeah, her into I, it. Yeah, yeah. Like she didn't come to it on her own. He was like, "I'm leaving. I have to go. I can't you know, stay here." You know what? And she's also, like, "Okay." And then she just can't even say it. She has to like run away, I know. crying and emotional, and be all distraught and like re- denounce my renounce my wish. And then she's like crying and running faster. It's like, oh, come on. And then then she's able to fly and she can, now that she's let go of him, she can do all the things she was supposed to do. It's like, come on, come on. Come on, come on. Um, this is Wonder I, Woman. And you're like, this, there this, was no last little truth. Character. What I didn't like is they could have used the last little truth on Max at the end, but she basically laid they there. Did. She like wrap, wraps it around his leg. Yeah, but like, she said everything, not him. Yeah. He didn't say anything. She uses it as like a conduit to talk to the world. And here's the thing. She's not in front of the camera. How is her word Because well, he's being... in that, that beam of stuff is the beam that's pr- pumping out to the satellites. Why? Another beam. We've had enough with the beams. It was garbage. The only thing missing garbage. from that movie was like somebody's mom named Martha and someone else's mom named Martha becomes I best know. friends. I know. 
Yeah, pretty much. Oh, wait a minute. Are we best friends now? Yeah. I think we're best friends. All right. I think we have uh, we've we've just we've uh, hit the hit the nail on the head way too many times. We we okay. Yeah. What we, was your star rating for this movie? Out uh, of five. I liked it a little bit more than you because I I did enjoy some stuff about it. And out of five, I would give it. Oh God. I'm gonna give it a three. I would say two and a half, but it, it Pascal's performance for me tips at that half. So I'm gonna go three. I, I liked him. I liked him. I don't know why. I just did. Well, because you hate Trump, that's why. Yeah, but who doesn't hate Trump? I know, but you really hate Trump. And you really this you really like the fact that they made him like a Actually, I didn't. I thought it was Anyways, too heavy-handed. I give it. I'm giving it. You ready for this? You're gonna. It's gonna blow your mind. Yeah. One point five. It didn't blow my mind, Mark. My mind wasn't. As good. before, before we started talking about it, I was thinking three point five, but the more we talked about it, I got down to one point five. That's what these discussions will do. It will make you sometimes. You know, I, you bringing up things made me forget. I honestly. An hour later, I, will throw, I forgot I will about the whole movie. That I think this is one of the worst DC movies that's ever come out. I wouldn't go that far. I put, it vaguely, I put it slightly above Suicide Squad. I mean, this was more enjoyable than Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. It was. was that's why I said I put it a little bit above Suicide Squad. Yeah. That was a Not much, but a little bit above. All right. Well, that was our review of Wonder Woman 84. It's I depressing, hope- though. I, I, I will say it was depressing that it, it wasn't as good as it, it could have been. It could have been way better. It could have been it way been. better. It was way too long. Yeah. Here's the things that I think they could have made it better. Oh, Shorten the movie. Yeah. Uh, actually give Cheetah a reason for being Cheetah, besides just, just wanting to be cool like Diana. Yeah. Which was just stupid and made no sense. Uh, make Maxwell Lord's character a little bit more flushed out and not so like not there's no like story really behind him yeah besides just being a rich like a guy that's well, he wants to be a rich. Ponzi scheme guy yeah. and wants to like a con man that wants to be I don't know it just wasn't there was no real story behind him it just kind of made no sense yeah 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 and hire a different actor to play the kid. No kid. There was no kid needed. No, but if you're going to have the kid in there, at least make the kid or hire a kid that would at least look like he was birthed from the seed of the Maxwell Act- Lord. Right. I agree. All had right. No, like, no actual like correlation to Maxwell Lord's look whatsoever. Like, he didn't right. look anything like Maxwell Lord. Totally. Whatsoever. Yeah, I agree. All right, Mark. That's it. For the kid, the kid like adopted is what I'm trying to say. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, we reviewed it. It really um, bothered me. It really it, bothered me. The kid thing really bothered me. Let's hope that Patty Jenkins does not write Wonder Woman 3. And oh God, let's hope that Rogue Squadron movie, she writes Ugh. with someone else because if it's I wasn't like, thrilled with the idea when I first heard it. Oh no, you were. I could go back to the I was to the still tape. the story part. I was still the story part. Well, there's no story. Was... It's just a title. It's just a title. No, we have the, nothing. Well, there's a they did a she did a like a 
an intro thing to it and what the thought process behind it was. Well, I didn't hear that. Interesting sounding. We'll see. Yeah. There you go. So you can't. Say you know, anything. Mark, it's gonna be an hour and a half of a love story, and then the last twenty mm-hmm. minutes will be squadron stuff, and do they'll throw in a CG cheetah in space. Oh, God. And Darth Vader will show up, and he'll make people wish that he is Emperor. I don't know. <laughs> hold, hold my lightsaber and make a wish. <laughs> Stupidest thing ever. Ugh. Oh God! You know, and it's funny. Last, I think it will be based on the Wishing Stone. Yeah, it, it was also no a week. It was a such week a film. flimsy, flimsy thought thought process. Yeah. There's like no ugh, God. Yeah. The movie did nothing to advance her character whatsoever. No, no, it didn't really. And what happened, because that was a huge event that would happen in their universe. So yeah. in Justice League, they were saying she was in hiding, but wouldn't the world know that there was No, that news? like there was a whole like thing and she was in Washington DC and there's a whole thing where there's TV cameras and all this stuff in the mall. Yeah. And all this stuff. And then like there's this whole event with the wishing stone and the walls being built in well, there different was countries. Missiles. missiles were going missiles are being launched. Yeah. She's flying through the sky attached to lightning bolts. Yeah. Yeah. No one noticed her whatsoever this whole time. She just flew under the radar. So it was just like a, an event that happened. Like a bunch yeah. of missiles disappeared in midair and yeah, they were yeah. on the brink of World War Three. Yeah. Someone solved it. I don't know. I don't know who. You just you it was a movie you turned off your brain. Go to and, deep, deep, uh, go to deep investigation, Bruce Wayne, trying to figure out who that all, figure out who that person is. And you just, you just kind of pretend. There's only one photo of her ever, even though that they did news reports on her and all this stuff. But only Bruce Wayne could find was one picture from right. 1910. You know. All right, Mark, let's move on. That oh, DC. This is oh, today's DC. show. How messed up you are. All right. It's not. We we got. Where do you go from there, though? Where do you go from there? What do you mean, Wonder Woman, the the third one? There's already a third movie's already been greenlit. They're already doing it. They're gonna go to the nineties. What do you even do? They're gonna go in the nineties. They're gonna resurrect Steve yet again, but he's gonna be in a nineties rocker. He's gonna be in Kurt Cobain's body, and then she's gonna prevent him from killing himself. And then there's going to be, um a drug lord that wants all the drugs i don't know mark i don't fucking know (laughs) but you're like her character is what now like what is like i don't know i don't know mark we'll we'll find out it's it's a shame all i know is patty jenkins please do not write the next one just direct it just don't and then they throw the thing in with linda carter at the end that was kind of cool. I kind of. But they told them. the story of her character earlier on. She was the one wearing the gold armor. Died. She was wearing the gold armor. Diana found the golden armor. Yeah, she didn't really. But die. She wasn't anywhere near it. But now she's just roaming around, saving random kids by stopping poles from falling on them. Yeah, it was more of a. a and like telling a people who what her name is. Yeah. And so no one else is. That's happened to anybody else, and no one else has said, "Hey, I was saved today by." So and so, and it's not gone out that she's around saving people randomly. And Diana never heard about this. Mark, don't think about it. Nothing matters in this movie. Nothing matters. 
I kind of like the little cameo. It was cool. I was like waiting for Linda Carter to show up. I'm like, where's Linda Carter gonna be? And that gold armor, that gold armor got ripped to shred by Cheetah. Yeah. But it could stop, but could stop tons of armies from breaking into it. That is when she denounced her wish. When Cheetah was ripping off and she she got rid of it. She's like, I denounced my wish, I'm assuming. And that's when she got her powers back is during that fight. That's what I got. No, she announced her denounced her wish as soon as she left Steve. Then why why would she have the power to rip the shit out of that uh exactly old shield? Exactly. I thought I thought during that she realized no, that she denounced her wish as soon as she left Steve. She was running away and she says she denounces her wish. That's and that's when she could run really fast. And that's when she learned how to fly. I'm confused. By grasping the the, the wind. That gold armor should have withstanded. Because Steve told her how to grasp the wind. So then she magically learned how to fly because of Steve. I know. A pilot taught her how to fly. Taught Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman learns how to fly from a random pilot who was inhabiting a random guy a la Quantum Leap style. Yeah, Steve jumping from body to body to solve what once went wrong. <laughs> oh boy! Figures out how to get into this dude's body to save one woman and teach her how to fly. That's basically what the movie was about. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Patty Jenkins, what did you do? What did you do? All right, let's end the show. All right, that's been our show. Let's let's stop. It, it wait, makes wait, sense. Stop. We're, we're done. It, it, we're done. It, it, now I understand why Rocky didn't like it. Yeah. We're done. Which I should have known was a bad sign. When the king of DC doesn't like something. Yeah, but he's fickle. That's DC. You know there's a problem. I never know with Rocky. Sometimes. He's like John. You never know. He could be. He could think the weirdest things are great and the greatest things are weird. Yeah. All right, Mark. uh, Like us on Facebook at Geekonomics Geekonomics on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Follow us on on there. And we'll be back next week. I don't know what we're going to talk about, what we're going to do. We'll, we'll, we'll figure out that. something. We'll talk about it. We'll figure it out something that happened during the week. We'll watch something. Yeah. We'll have more to talk about. It's the beginning of the new year, so a lot of new stuff's happening. Hockey starts soon, so we'll be talking about that soon. So stay tuned for all that and more. It's Geekonomics. Everyone have a great week. We'll see you all next time. Wonder Woman! Wonder Woman! All the world waiting for you and the power you possess in your satin tights fighting for your rights and the old red white and blue A honking dove, stop a war with love, take a lion, tell it true. Wonder Woman, get us out from under Wonder Woman. All our hopes are pinned upon you, and the magic that you do.
the one that